The current spoiler level warning is, deal. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of teal. For most of this episode, we're talking about a machine and a lot of its variants from Mobile Suit Gundam Seed and Seed MSV. Uh, but we do at the end have to do a little bit of a spoiler warning before we talk about a machine from uh, Seed uh, CE-73 Stargazer. And then an, another break before we do uh, a Destiny suit. Um, none of these are really at all important plot-wise, so I don't really feel like it's a big deal. But if you want to avoid anything related to series that GGP hasn't covered yet, uh, that's the way to go. And then after that, at uh, a timestamp of 1 hour, 30 minutes, 28 seconds, you're going to uh, have uh, us answering a listener question. And that's a, that's a pretty meaty question, about 15 minutes of conversation. So if you want to skip the spoilers and jump straight to that, that's how you do that. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Mechanista NG, your home for recycling runners. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. And I'm Dylan. Six, what do you do with your runners when they're left over? I throw them away. Oh. If, I, if, if there was a better system in the United States for recycling them, I would gladly do it. Yeah, that's but fair. Here, there kind of isn't. I, I don't even think it's probably very good in Japan, but it does at least exist. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I I do the same, so I can't I can't judge. <laughs> I just was being a brat. Yeah. You know, listen, I'm the one who chose it as the intro thing. Yeah. Uh, how's it going, Dylan? I'm all right. How, how how's it going, six? Yeah. Let's just roll it die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That means. Wait. Counting. One, two, three, four, five. Cosmic Era. Uh, good old seed. <laughs> Off the table. Uh, oh, okay. What did we All get? Right. We got the ZGMF1017. Uh, okay, so ZGMF. Zaft, something. I don't remember what they all stand for. Uh, is this just the gin? This is just the gin. Okay. Or the gin, if you prefer. Or gin, yeah. Katakana's gin. But they they tend to pronounce it gin in the show. Yeah, well, they pronounce a lot of things a lot of ways in the show. <laughs> if you call if you call it a gin though, you can think about it the idea of a gin and tonic. Um. Let's get to reviewing this. Okay. Um, you all right, bud? What? You don't You don't seem your normal self. Are you okay? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm just not engaging with you in the same way. I'm not engaging That's, with gin oh, I don't, I'm not worried about the gin and tonic thing. You just sound like you're about to pass out at your keyboard. Uh, no, I'm fine. All right. Uh, I haven't had caffeine yet today, maybe, is why. And you usually have caffeine before the show, but I mean... 
Zero Gravity Maneuver Fighter. Okay, that's what that stands for. Well, because, of course, this is SEED, and everything in SEED is a fucking acronym. Um, JIN is probably an acronym, given that it's all capitalized. Uh, I don't know what for, but... Probably is. I'm pretty sure the ends both stand for nice. Anyway. The Jin. Uh, this is our mono-eyed grunt of Gundam Seed. Um, so, going over the design real quick. The head is suitably Zaku-like. Um, no tubes or anything, but you've still got like that same kind of like, you know, the mono-eye housing. It's looks like it's wearing more of a helmet because it's got the uh, white lining around it. Uh, the major change is... Zaf fucking loves commander, well, not even commander antennas, just like these weird giant mohawk antennas. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of designs that Zaf does have these, and it's just huge. Like, there's like the forehead camera area, and then you've just got this giant swept backwards fin. Um, what do you imagine is the purpose of this thing? I, that I, I could not tell you, actually. Um, it's just, it's so big that it's hard to imagine what it can be for. Yeah, I don't know if it's just because Zaft likes being fancy, because let's not forget, this is also, like, like, like the way they design the swords on these is also ridiculous. I, I wonder if it's just, like, this is literally just an aesthetics thing. Because it's not like it, there's a camera on the back or anything. Like, it's not even like a Gundam mohawk in that way, because, you know, usually you have a rear camera on those. This is just a big fin. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, the eyes do have one cool thing going on. It's got like the two little slits on the bottom of the eye area. Uh, that kind of remind me of like the Gelgoog a bit. Um, sure, I can see it. But yeah, you've even got like the same kind of mouth as a Zaku. It's just instead of having the tubes, you just got two little parts that jet out of the sides. But it's still got like it's, it's the same shape, right? Like this square mouthpiece. Um, mm -hmm. with like an indented detail um when you hit the body uh the body is very plain actually it's like okay so on the collar around the head uh like the the far collar i guess i should say like where the arms connect in you've got like two outward vent thrusters things um you also have two vents on the sides of the torso there but otherwise this is just kind of like blocks of armor yeah, the structure of the chest armor kind of reminds me of the Leo. Yeah, it's really weird in how simplistic it is. Uh, does have a segmented, like, torso area, like, that's a different color. But mm -hmm. otherwise, the chest itself just very plain. Um, but, like, it, I don't want to say plain as in it's flat. There's obviously, like, a lot of details happening and shapes. It's just, you know, it, it, it has molded in pectorals, basically. Uh... And then you've got, like, a cockpit hatch in the middle, but it's very, like, monocolor and simple in terms of, like, the actual structure going on. Mm-hmm. Um, the shoulder pauldrons, same kind of thing. Uh, like, they have some, you know, panel lining details on them, but, like, nothing too fancy. They're basically just your usual pauldrons. They do have thrusters on the, uh, underside on the inside. You've got biceps, uh, that are very rounded. Um, you've got the classical additional like outer piece there no thruster or anything on it but it's got like a bulge on the you know shoulder area mm -hmm. that's on the actual arm 
Um, for the forearms, again, very simple. You've got... I, I do like how cuff-like these are because you've got, like, the area where the uh, joint connects into, it's very round. It it's basically connects into a giant, like, cuff. And then you've got, like, you know, cylindrical wrists. The hands are hands. Nothing too special there. Um, the waist, uh, you've got distinct front skirts. Uh, you've The side and rear skirts are combined into one thing. There's just, like, uh, two segments of rear skirt, basically, that go that both have a slight wraparound to the sides. Very uh, clothing skirt-like skirts. Mm-hmm. Which is also why I think... Like I said, this feels like a suit the more I look at it that is, like, trying to go for a very specific kind of aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Like, it, like a mixture of, like, a military uniform and, like, a knight. Um, yeah. In a weird way. Um, I do like that the skirts, you have these, like, uh, little white uh, details with, on the bottom of the skirts, just, like, little lining. Uh, same with, it's similar to, like, on the head. Uh -huh. um, again, no. <clears throat> nothing too fancy. The thighs are thighs. You've got these. You got a little bit of panel lining, and you've got uh, lining like down the middle, on the sides. But again, nothing fancy really. Even the legs. You hit the legs. You've got leg armor where you've got like a distinct knee, uh, and then you've got a lot of little like you know square armor pieces. Like you got two on the outer part, one on each inner part, and then you've got like ankle armor. But it's very. It's weird, because now that I look at this, I never really thought about how simple the gin is. The gin is a really weird design. And then when you hit the back of the leg, there is a little bit of detail in that they have uh, thrusters right above the uh, ankle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. And then um, the feet, simple feet, you've got, you know, the usual two-color Gundam thing going on where you've got, like, an upper foot that is a, the darker gray. You've got the lower foot, which is the lighter. And... It just has shoes, like, in the way that mobile suits have shoes. Um, finally, <clears throat> what I think is the most exciting part of the gen, the backpack. Uh, so the backpack, you've got, like, the middle structure of the backpack, which has, like, thrusters in the middle of it. Uh, but what actually matters is, attached to the sides of these, you have these two, like, basically wings. And I do mm -hmm. love the way these look. Uh just these two big solid structure wings uh that are pointing downward and have thrusters inside of them uh i just i just think these look cool now i know the actual history and universe mm -hmm. the really strange thing to me about the gin is that it or gin um is that it feels like it takes like it looks like a sort of series end grunt from a different show i can like, see that it has some, like, it even has some, like, Escaflone vibes from, like, the sword and stuff. It feels like, oh, this is the best, like, mobile suit we could make before the advent of beam weapons. When, in fact, this is their first draft. And it yeah. just doesn't look like a first draft. Yeah, no, this is a very, like, in terms of that, it does seem very fancy. Um, <clears throat> There's also some really wacky rough drafts of this machine that even also feel like weird some of them feeling like series and machines also uh in the uh, illustration section of the wiki um yeah it's just a weird it's a really weird machine um and honestly it's one that i've never cared for until it got the master grade mm -hmm. like i thought it was okay but the thing is i don't actually like its proportions very much here um like i think the head crust is way too big and the backpack feels kind of diminutive for what it is 
And of course, you have the master grade, which uh, uh, changes some of the proportions around, makes the like you know head crest smaller and stuff. Does like a mm-hmm. lot of modernizing on the proportions, which I like. I mean, even the high grade, honestly, looking at it, also has better proportions. The show art just looks wacky. Uh, that which this is like when you start getting like a lot of the Okawara show art personally that I think looks kind of weird mm-hmm. is during seeds era. But, uh, yeah. Uh, it's, I don't know. Uh, I, but I really, I, I think this is a very solid grunt, right? Even though it's definitely mm-hmm. like riffing off the Zaku for sure. It is still a very solid, like grunt on its own. Um, has some interesting equipment, so we talked about it. <clears throat> we have the MAM3 Heavy Blade, which is a double-edged sword uh, that uh, is just... It looks like an actual, like, CoolSwords.com sword. Like, I, I and I do mean that in, like, a disparaging way, because I, it, it, it's, like, overly fancy in the way that, like... It's a Fire Emblem protagonist sword. Yeah. Or like a fucking World of Warcraft drop or something. It's mm-hmm. I don't, like like I, and, and but like level like like forty or fifty, right? I don't know what that means relative to World of Warcraft, but I'll go with it. Yeah, it means like it means like pretty pr- decently high, not quite max level for the base game before things get really crazy. Right. I don't. <clears throat> I just don't like it. I don't like the weird spikes on it and stuff like. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, it depends. Sometimes I look at it and I go, that's so silly that I like it. But today my mood dictates that mm, I think it looks kind of doofy. I just wanted something, you know, I want something cool, right? I want it like it doesn't make a lot of sense and it doesn't look cool enough to make up for the fact that it doesn't make sense. Give me like a folding blade or something. Yeah. And it's not like a it's not like a heat weapon or anything either. It's literally no. just a solid blade. Mm-hmm. Um. You also have the uh, 76 millimeter heavy assault machine gun, uh, which, if I remember right, is that the one with the top-loaded magazine? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's the one that almost looks like a beam rifle, because it has, like, the Gundam beam rifle barrel thing going on. It does have that barrel. That's true. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's a, it's, I actually like the design of this rifle. Uh, it's, yeah. it, it's interesting. No stock, uh, which you usually expect mobile suits to have even at this point. Um, and it has, like, the top-loaded magazine. Um, it's a cool-looking machine gun, actually. Mm-hmm. You do also have the, uh, the Canis short, uh, M66 Canis short-range guided missile launcher, which are the large double missiles that it carries in the hands. Um, yeah, it's the, just, the, the Fortress Busters. Yeah, they're just huge missiles. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, there are also two f- small missiles in the front, but your eyes are not immediately drawn to those because they're so much smaller than the large missiles. I mean, the large missiles are the height of the the uh, gin itself, so. Yeah. Uh, you also I, have... I should the, also apologize. I'm just going to swap back and forth between gin and gin. I'm not doing it consciously. It's just going to happen. That's I'm fair. Um... Then you have the M68 Partis short-range guided three-barrel missile launcher, which are the missile pods on the legs, uh, the just the three missiles on either leg. The missiles themselves have the orange tip. Um, I, I'm trying to think. 
if we frequently see it with the missiles on. We, I mean, we see them with the missiles on at the beginning a fair mm-hmm. bit. Um, then we've got uh, the M69 Barris Kai Heavy Ion Cannon. Um, I'm trying to remember. Is this the one that they show Miguel's gin using in like games and stuff a lot? I'm trying to think. I'm not sure. I I'm gonna be honest with you. In games, I don't play as oh. a gin. <laughs> well, uh, here, uh, yeah. So this is like the sort of beam ca- proto beam cannon that uh, that's oh, Miguel yes. using it there. Okay. Yeah. Sure. It's like a weird proto beam cannon that is like very large and it's not actually used that often because it's apparently unreliable. Well, and it's funny because it is a, like, it is a cartridge-based beam rifle where basically it has, like, pseudo-e-packs. Um, and the technology of Seed goes, actually, it makes more sense for shooting your beam rifle to take power from your suit and shut your suit down. That's what we think makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. I like how big it is, is the thing. It's really sure. cool looking, is the thing, because of how big it is. But yeah, there's also the M68 Caddis 500mm recoilless rifle. Um, trying to find that. Uh... Uh, I've got some art of it here. Uh, okay. Here you go. Kind of ah. covered by the effects of it shooting, but... Yeah, okay, I was going to say, there's not a lot of images of this, it looks like. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of cool looking. It's it's a, it's a, It does the thing I actually like, where it's putting it under the shoulder. Though I do like how conveniently the wings have to be off screen here, because it looks like it's going to be bumping into the wings if you were to draw the full frame. I'm sure you could fold them straight back enough. Maybe. They're flexy. Maybe. Um, yeah, uh, weird. Uh, oh, and the middle one is just using a sniper rifle. Uh, yeah, that's a, we'll talk about that sniper rifle with a different... Yeah, a different okay, it's just but it's just variant. called sniper rifle in this, which I think is funny. A special equipment and features. It has a self-destruct system. Hell yeah. Sometimes you gotta get out of there. Yep. And, and by there, I mean life. <laughs> as suitable for being the Zaku. Oh, fuck, I just got to the variant section right, right. This oh, yeah, you didn't, you didn't know, huh? You didn't know. I just didn't think about it immediately. Before we move on, though, there are some custom ones we could talk about. So, first of all, Miguel. I just want to bring it up now. So, Miguel on the show just uses a regular gin. However, uh, TM Revolution seemingly likes the color orange. And uh, what they did is they actually made there be an MSV Miguel gin that is orange. But it was... So... A stray doing what a stray does, it's like, oh, it was damaged in a battle before the battle at the start of Seed, so he had to use a stock gin instead of mm-hmm. his. It's too bad because his, of course, was 20% more tuned up thanks to the group of uh, vo- of basically, like, groupies of Miguel, a group of volunteers called Def Rock. Uh... <laughs> Look, they have a lot of fun with the fact that Miguel is voiced by fucking... Uh, TM sure. Revolution. No, I'm here for it. I think it's great. Um, I I like that in the um in the HD remaster, they show it in the opening. It's not in the show, yeah, but it yeah, is in the first in the OP. Opening, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> well, it looks good. <laughs> yeah. Just like how uh, I believe opening 
Is it opening? I don't think it's opening three because we just got to that. I know one of the seed openings features the Astray. I think it's opening two. Really? The red frame, if I remember right. I know. Wow. Hold on. Let me see. Um, if I can find it. There, there is. I'm pretty sure there's an opening where the red frame shows up because if I remember right, the red frame is based on some rejected material for the show. Hmm. So. I'll have to look that up in a little bit. Uh, for now, though, the other yeah. uh, gins that we got that are customized gins, you have Gene's gin. Uh, I don't know who Gene is. I'm assuming this is Gene Carey, who is... Okay, Junk Guild, this is a, uh, this is an Astray. Specifically, Astray R. Okay. Um, his gin is interesting because it just turns all the orange yellow and kind of brightens, like, the gray. Mm-hmm. Simple color scheme. Then uh, you have Madigan's... As far, as far as... What? Yeah, some of these I'm not going to list because as far as I know, they're not technically different. They're no. just colors. Uh, Madigan's mm. is interesting because Madigan's has like a cross on it. Like a big, would you call it an iron cross, perhaps? Mm. No, because look at, the, given the shape of it, though, this is like. I I don't know, the colors involved. Yeah, it is red and. Uh... Red and white and gray. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Um, then we have Histon's, Histon, and his gin is, in fact, customized, where uh -huh. it has, uh, spikes added all over it, and also the, uh, head antenna has been replaced with a sword, which is not the first time this is gonna happen, spoiler alert, right now, uh, for MSV machines, not for anything in the show, um, but MSV oh, designers it's, it's, fucking it's Hinston. Hinston, yeah. There are a lot of consonants in a row there. <laughs> Yeah, Hinston. Uh, and then, yeah, so spikes on the torso, spikes on the skirt added, uh, has spikes on the knees, uh, these weird little missile launchers that are just, like, four-barrel ones, but they're really small they're on the They're very legs. tiny. I don't understand. Uh, two grapple claws on the left arm, and then it says heat beat on one of the wings, and I can't read the other one. The other one says tough. tough? I'm pretty oh. sure it says tough. Yeah, that's just tough. Okay. <laughs> And then the shoulders have a bit of a, a extra detail on them. Like, they have a... It looks like they're a bit more up-armored. Love a man who writes tough on his mobile suit. Tough and heat beat. And covers Listen, it in spikes. It's Heat beat could mean something. I don't know. Tough does not. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so now here's where... Here's the fun part. So first of all, one developed from... Uh, which does not show up in the show at all. This is the Protogen, also known as the Gin Trainer... Also known as just the gin again. <laughs> uh, this is YMF01B. Y, the Y denoting, you know, experimental. experimental. Yep. Uh, or ZGMT01 because this thing has so many fucking names. Anyway, uh, the protogen's knee. Uh, it's just a. Uh, so. It's just a smoother gin. <laughs> Right? Like, mm -hmm. the head doesn't have the, uh, it, it's got a head without the antenna, and the eye has a divider in the middle, similar to, like, the Zaku one. Um, the torso is basically the same, though you remove the vents. Uh, the shoulders are basically the same. Um, still has the thrusters, they're just gray now. Uh, the arms have a bit less, or, or in some ways a bit more, and in some ways a bit less of, like, a cuff going on. Like, it's, like, less fancy cuffs. Mm -hmm. uh, the skirts are the same, legs are the same, 
the backpack is really weird. It's just like, basically the backpack is the same, but without any of the uh, flash, just all of the thruster happening, but it looks weird because like the original one having the wing appearance like looks very unique and these instead just look like weird this looks it's like just, a weird it's just a, jet pack it's a it's a just a tube like it visually it reminds me very much of the like the handheld part like the tube part on the side of a vacuum draped over the little like <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. now it's just like it does show it in the anime here, but looking at it, I'm thinking this is the HD remaster that they added them in some shots. Because hmm. I'm pretty sure these don't show up in the actual thing. I know the HD remaster does a lot of weird stuff. Yeah, just trying to um, work MSV stuff. Yeah, and it does show. say that in the wiki, I will think that on this they would be not silly enough to be wrong here. It does say it first showed up in seed MSV, which... Also has me leaning towards, yeah, this is probably... Because Seed MSV obviously comes after Seed, the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. All right, variants. Oh, my God. Okay. All right, let's just get started. All right, let's do it. TMF slash S3 Gin Ochre type from Seed MSV. Uh, I like this one, actually, looking at it. Shit. It removes the wings, but... Uh, so... The head is pretty similar. The forehead, like, camera is changed a little bit. It's more outward. Like, you know, it's... Instead of being, like, an inset gem, it's got, like, an outset camera glass. Mm-hmm. Um, which looks cool. Um, you also have two little... Uh, no, no, actually, the notches are the same as on the regular. It's just harder to see because of the color. Um, the torso is pretty significant in difference, mainly because you have... I believe this is going to be smoke dischargers on the right side there. It's pretty classic art of them. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, anytime you see three things like that, uh, that look like they are normally on a tank, they're usually like either smoke dischargers or multi-launchers of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, the shoulders are the same, but the uh, when you get to the arms, the joints are now covered. Same with like right before the wrist. Uh, trash bags. Yeah, trash bags. We love them. I love them. I am annoyed at them still because of the MG Alex 2.0, but... Fair enough. Um, the waist is the same other than the crotch piece has some extra, like... Uh, oh, that's just decals, right? Okay, I just noticed that's decals. Um, and then the, the vents on the, uh, uh, the front skirts are detailed instead of just being black voids. Um... Mm. And then on the side skirts you have, I believe those are just extra ammo cartridges. I'm assuming That sounds for, right. That sounds right. Assuming for the, uh, one of its new weapons, which we'll get to in a moment. Um, I, I think they're probably just for the machine gun, right? Well, I guess the machine gun has different style magazines. Yeah, that's that. the that thing. That would make sense. Yeah, you're probably right then. Yeah. Oh, well, now that I'm looking at the hyper-velocity rifle, it's also not for that. I don't know. Got side thingies. I'll get to the details in a sec. Um, I mean, it does have more batteries and stuff than a normal one. Those could be batteries. Oh, maybe. Um, the thighs are the same, though you do have cover- trash bags on the legs. Uh, the um, the lower legs, you do have more... So it's weird. It's not really more detail, but they do more color separation. Honestly, I think the gen could have used with some of that. Just because, mm. like, it's the same exact design, but now, like, the little side bits of armor have a different color. 
the knees have uh, multiple colors going on. I just think it looks good. Um, plus, I like the colors on this, just being like all the sandy brown and like tan going on. Um, I mean, this is this is very much calling back to original MSV, right? Yeah. This looks very. This is classic MSV aesthetic, and I think it it does a lot to make you look at a seed design differently. Mm-hmm. And I quite like it. Um, the shoes are shoes. The backpack also a major change. Uh, this backpack is just like a ground backpack. It looks like it has a bunch of filters added to it. Mm-hmm. Um, given that th- what this is for, this makes sense, right? Because this is like meant for under i believe this is meant for under gravity operations yeah this is and specifically has a lot of features for desert combat yeah so it makes sense that it would look like it like it's all filtery mm-hmm. uh another one that was in seed msv and then the hd remaster added it to episode 18 outside of uh like andrew wallfield's base but this was not in the original show because as we all know Andrew in the God, it's so funny that I can't tell the HD remaster from the original because if you look at the screenshots down here, I'm sorry, they look like shit still. Yeah, sure, you know, <laughs> because seats just not a good looking show even with the HD remaster. Um, hey, what's Ochre stand for, Dylan? Uh, oh my God, it, it, of course it's an acronym. Operation Commando Hard Environment Reinforced. All right, that's not as stupid as it could have been. No, but it's still silly. Um, let's see. So, yeah, okay, uh, special equipment in the form of a tight beam ultrasonic scanner and pulse compression subsurface radar. Um, again, for desert use. Mm-hmm. Uh, no built-in weaponry, uh, it has the machine gun, it has the recoilless rifle, and then the MMI XM17 experimental 37.5 millimeter hyper velocity rifle um mentions that this has a folding stock and a spiral magazine doesn't show on the art, art of it yeah i don't see a spiral magazine on the art and that stock doesn't look like it i mean you know it's not impossible but it doesn't it doesn't seem like it's designed to fold yeah no that something wrong is here whatever um, I won't interrogate it too much. Uh, just know that there is a discrepancy between the art and what the wiki is saying here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a heavy, heavy axe. blade and, oh yeah. And then the heavy axe, which is, uh, yeah, sure. That's an axe. Also looks like it was designed by one of those people trying to make a cool looking weapon, though not as fancy as the sword still. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think there's a solid gin variant, though. I like the way it looks, actually, is the thing. Um, and given that it shows up both in the, that HD remaster and also in, like, a bunch of other little things, uh, seemingly they like it, too. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, it is, like, a cool ground-type gin. I just, it's, you know. I, I miss the wings, but I can deal with it. Well, if you miss the wings, then have I got the variant for you. All right, what's the next one on the list? Oh, it doesn't have wings. <laughs> oh, oh, it doesn't. I checked. No, you. it does not. UWMFS1 Gen Wasp type. Yeah, the wasp type, which you might be like, ah, wasp, like the flying insect. No, <laughs> this is the water one. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> hold on. This originally showed. Oh, hold on. When did Seed MSV come out? Because I have a question. Wait a minute. Seed MSV started at the same time as the show. 
That's okay. So maybe some of these maybe show up in some shots of the SD version of the show, and I'm just not noticing them. Uh, and also this explains why. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, because both of them started in 2002, and I believe the show finished airing in 2003. So this is like the MSV uh, came out alongside the show. That's so weird. Okay. Anyway, the wasp type. Uh, yeah, this is just a water gin. It's nothing too special. It, it's got some funky proportions happening. The head, you replace the fin with, like, a, um... What looks like a camera that is supposed to, you know, be like... What, what am I thinking? Like a periscope, like it would go over the water while this is under. Um... You've got, on the torso, the vents on the sides have changed. They now have, like, you know, actual, like, little details on the inside instead of just being black voids again. Same with the skirt. Um, the arms are weird because the shoulders have changed. And I feel like the arms have gotten smaller, but I'm trying to compare versus the normal art. I So they yeah. actually haven't, but the proportions on this just look out of whack, right? They do. They do. I think it's the lower half of the body being smaller, it looks like. Like, it, look, it looks like it's thinner at the waist and stuff, even though it's not supposed to be, I don't think. This art just looks wacky. Um, it does. I don't know what to make of it. Anyway, uh, uh, and the lower legs also have some excessive changes, um, where you've got, like, added, like, I assume water-based thrusters on the sides and the back of the legs. Um, the joints are covered on the legs also... Um, the backpack, no wings. You do have these fancy, like, water jets as well. They do have little winglets on them, but they're not, like, the cool bug wings. Mm. Uh, this stands for Water Adapted Search and Patrol, by the way. Uh, it does have a, uh, 405mm Mark II multi-purpose torpedo launcher, which are the handheld torpedo launchers. They, again, they're similar to the Subrock guns from that the uh zaku marine type use uh similar design there uh, it mm -hmm. also has a phonon maser weapon because of course it does because the the fucking uh so does the um why am i spaced on the zok uh it doesn't say what it is uh is it's it... a sonic weapon okay but it doesn't say what it is here in terms of like it's not built into the suit it's a sonic weapon okay but where is the gun i want to see what it looks like a sonic weapon anyway also a rocket dart launcher uh which we also don't seemingly have art for, for nope or nope. anything so not apologies. allowed uh you also have sorry active and passive sonar and then the lorenzini sensor a set of sensors modeled after a shark's electroreceptor organs which are known as apulae of lorenzini uh, these sensor units can detect electrical impulses in the water and are often equipped on underwater mobile suits and there's also a second variant. There's a technically an upgrade, the Jin Wasp type custom, which has a slightly upgraded Lorenzini sensor. <laughs> yeah, and doesn't seem to have anything else. There's also a toad no. sensor array and a ultra long wave antenna. Um, I'm assuming the ultra long wave antenna is the antenna coming off the head, maybe. Oh, toad! Like you tow it behind you, not like the in the creature, the toad. I was like, yeah, toad, toad. <laughs> So it just hauls it behind it, I guess? Yeah, I... Hmm. Okay. Alright. That 
kind of a crappy marine variant. Uh, all right, next is, oh, oh, this baby. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> Actually, this is my friend now. Uh, the YF3A Jin Femwis. Uh... Yes, that is actually looking at the Katakana too. It is Femwis. Uh, which is for fighter experimental maneuver in water and surface. Uh, this is a precursor to um, a suit that we've seen in the show now, the Goon. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I love the Goon already for being like a fun friend. This is the Goon in the in the Jin's baby is what this is. Like it's the in between. Mm-hmm. Uh so you you know you've got like a more gin uh gin like head, um, it is like a little bigger in some parts though, and then you've got the torso is kind of the gin torso in shape though it has the sides of it removed and replaced with these gigantic shoulders that are rounded, and these stubby little arms. Uh, the waist is just the 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 waist has changed now because it's just basically like a modified uh, goon waist. Uh, and it's got the tiniest little legs, and I love this little friend. Oh, it's and these just... great feet, these great three pronged feet. Yeah, three pronged feet, little flipper feet. Uh, same as the goons. We'll talk about the goon one day. I love the goon, but <laughs> for now, this is great. I love this little guy. Uh, just a pal. Like, um, seven barrel, seven barrel torpedo, big old torpedo launcher. Arms, yeah, yeah. And that's it, really. Um, you know, again. Uh, doesn't seemingly, okay, yeah, does not appear in the show, and I believe these Im, these illustrations at the bottom are not, I, I these might be from a game. Actually, yeah, it says, it says they are. They're from, uh, Never Ending Tomorrow. Yeah, I was gonna say, Never Ending Tomorrow has a bunch of screen caps that are designed to look like the anime, too, which is mm-hmm. gonna mu- muddy some things when we're like, wait a minute, on some of these. Yeah, we're <laughs> fallible. Um, all right. All right, let's continue. Did we talk about Elijah's chin? No, we didn't. I thought we did, but no. Okay, I guess we no. haven't. Before. You mentioned that there was another skin with sword. a head sword. And yeah. this is this is our Huckleberry. Yeah. Okay. So, ZGMF ten seventeen Elijah's Jin. It's called that because this is used by the mercenary Elijah Keel. Um, the only true difference because there are some like detail looking differences, but not like actual differences. This is just because. This is art that I believe, uh, this is, oh, Yoshihiko Machida doing this art, which I, uh, I don't know who that is. It's not B-Craft. Um, anyway, either way, the art's done by someone else, so obviously it looks a little different. Um, the primary difference, though, is if you look at the head, there is a buster sword on the head. The head rotates 180 degrees, so it can slash with this, by the way. I do really like the way this is drawn, though. I would like the art style on this. Oh, yeah, it's great. The Buster Sword's incredibly stupid, but otherwise <laughs> well, it's you great. Know, listen, if you're going to have this gigantic piece of metal on your head, at least let it cut something. <laughs> There's the later version of it, too, where you change more of the colors. Like, the original one is just, like, mainly just blue uh, over the gray. Um, and then there's a later version that adds a bunch of these, like, orange bits, including making an asymmetrical torso coloring block, which is kind of interesting, actually. Uh, same with the arm, actually, too. Hmm. Uh, and then the left leg, the right arm and the left leg each have, uh, like, orange bits on them. Interesting. Oh, that's actually, uh, that's actually an upgrade. That's the Elijah's Gin Custom. Oh, okay, that is an actual upgrade. Um... 
okay, so it's a, uh, it's, oh, it, oh, it's repaired from another gin that we'll be talking about, Vare's gin, which is red, and that's why it has the red parts, because it, one uses an all-blue custom, and the other uses an all-red custom, and they combine them. Oh, that's touching. Though Vare's gin on its own is actually way cooler than either of Elijah's, but anyway, uh, we'll get to that later, I think. Oh, mom. I'm looking at all these gins. Okay, yeah, it comes up later in the list. Cool. It does, yeah. All right, next one on the list, just to keep it straight. ZGMF 1017 Gin Ceremonial Decoration Type. Uh, Also, Seed MSV. This is a ceremonial gin. Uh, I love this thing. It's gorgeous. Uh, It just adds a shit ton of gold. It is not a change design other than around, like, the arm. You've got, like, this, like, these two, like, cable belts and, like, some fins on the left side mm-hmm. um otherwise you just add a shit ton of gold filigree but it's great actually you also um, have like the zaft the zaft like emblem on the tip on the like the the wing yeah i'm trying to figure out what what part of the wing to call that like the not the tip but like the rotating part like the the shoulder of the wing kind of yeah it's really cool i love this thing uh mm-hmm. does have a decorative uh ceremonial saber made of foam metal <laughs> And a ceremonial 76mm rifle, which is a bolt-action single-shot rifle made with real oak, which is growth-accelerated using biotechnology. <laughs> oh, and that's a sling belt on the torso. Okay. <laughs> Kicks oh, no, 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 no. It has a sling belt on the rifle, too. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out what that change on the torso, torso is I mean, there. I think it's just meant to imitate, like, the way that, like, a lot of, like, classic uh, officers' uniform have, like, gold cords. Okay, okay, I guess so just weird because it looks like it's an additional thing here it's like mobile suit cabling instead um made of natural a sling belt is made of natural leather from cultured skin tissue the rifle is normally loaded with blank ammunition but can use live rounds as it shares some inner components with the standard gen machine gun so they fucking super growth accelerated some oak and and using skin samples like they fucking uh grew some leather uh huh. So they can make a giant fucking rifle. Look at this I- I gun. I love that. Are you looking at this thing? I love it. This is fant. This is a World War One bolt action rifle, but with the Zaft logo on it. This yeah, kicks no, ass. it rules. It's so good. I again, the fact that it's made out of fucking bioaccelerated oak, so they could give it a wooden rifle, makes me so happy. You know what I want. I want oh. a I want it to be the case that the ceremonial saber is also a beam saber, and when you turn on the beam, it just burns away the foam metal. The foam metal just gets <laughs> rid of it. So dope. God, this thing rules, though. Actually, it's, I love it. Ah, absolutely, big it's fan. Just a just just a cool gin. Um, next gin that we got is the ZGMF 1017 Gin Fuego. Uh-oh, cuidado, here we go. Uh, from C to Stray R, and... Oh, boy. <laughs> what oh boy. exactly makes this a Fuego? This is stupid as fuck. I am... This is... Okay. Okay. So you've got the Gin head, right? And that's the, that's, and that's where we, we, that's the last of the familiar territory now. We have the gin head. No, from no, then no on, fin on From it. then on, you have an early game near Automata boss. Yeah, so, <laughs> you've got, like, a, a torso tank 
thing going on where you've got like a bunch of what looks like reactive armor and Lego connection pieces. <laughs> uh, it's got these huge spindle, like these super long spindly arms attached to shields. They still have hands for some reason. Yeah, uh, they and can't then you do also anything. have you have a pair of rear arms which look like they're like at the end of some AT-AT feet from Star Wars. Uh, I don't know what those are. Maybe, like, some kind of sensor? I was gonna say, like, so you could, like, secure it, right? Like, like for for recoil. But all this thing has is missiles. It doesn't have yeah. recoil. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the, it's got missile launchers. Um, Where are even they located? Are they... I think are, they're all the Lego bumps. Oh, the Lego bumps probably pop open, right? Okay. Wait, two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Okay. I don't know. The problem is there's 19 of those bumps, but there's only 16 missile tubes. Well, that's that's the trick, right? You can't some of the bumps some of don't open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I guess they're multiple tube missile launchers, so maybe. Okay, yeah. Well, each tube can fire multiple tubes. missiles. I think so. Mm-hmm. But it is 16 multiple tube launchers, so it is 16 things that launch multiple tubes. Yeah. So but... it does have more missiles than you would imagine. I oh, hate yeah. this machine. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> it's fucking it's hilarious. Bad. It's a piece of garbage. Yeah. But it's, it's very oh, oh, it does have the it does kind of have the head fin from the uh gin. What it does is it moves it all along the central back area, if you look. Oh yeah, it goes all the way to the back and now it's like a tail. I so this is a tank, right? Yeah. It says it's designed for heavy artillery, but I just feel like at this point, you should have just built, like, a missile launcher, like, hover tank or something. Why are you... This is... Yeah, this is just the world's Operated most expensive Operated by the Katusha fashionista pirates. Hold on. The what? Fashionista Wait, the what? pirates. <laughs> what is a stray doing? Gonna, I'm just gonna need that one more time, please. <laughs> fashionista pirates. Okay, fashionista Piloted pirates. Piloted by Otark. Gundam. I I cannot find information about the fashionista gun, <laughs> the pirates. I can see the other model we're going to talk about in a minute, which I will shut the fuck up about for now. Um, but that's uh, all I'm getting as far I, as the I, So I've looked pirates. into like Seed MSV, right? Like, because I actually like you know Seed is like one of those universes that actually has, as you may notice from us doing other like AUs, Seed has a lot of MSV stuff. Seed is actually like very like, it's not as big as UC by any stretch, but if we're, if we're getting something that's starting to approach, like, UC levels of, you know, weird side machines, Seed, like, has a lot of that, especially with, like, the original Seed designs, right? Um, so there are ones here, though, especially from later Stray things that I haven't seen, and this is one of them. I had never seen this before today. The Jin Fuego. <laughs> Alright. Now, this is where we have to start maybe putting in a spoiler warning because this is actually a gin from a different animated thing um that's next should we list. should we just save it then till later we can save it till later then okay any I'll, any I'll uh, we'll save any ones that are that. animated yeah like that are in something major mm-hmm. for later okay uh so the one after that oh i like this one actually this is also oh this is the other fashionista one yeah the zgmf 1017 jim tempester it apparently serves alongside the Gin Fuego, actually. It's a high-mobility gin. I like this machine just because it's so weird. 
It has armored core legs. Yeah, it has like armored core like the 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 type of like uh, reverse joint legs. I love this actually. Um, I wish the arms were maybe a bit longer to compensate for the weird legs shape. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But otherwise, I kind of like this. The colors aren't great either. Honestly, I don't like the, like the red and blue alternating stripes. It's interesting. Um, but okay, so the head. You've got another weird fin design. They the MSV fucking loves redesigning these fins. Um, you've got these really like weird shoulders. They're like very thin and long. Uh, they go out pretty far. Um, the arms have some of the armor actually removed from the arm. It looks like uh, mm-hmm. like about half the arm armor has been removed. Um, as mentioned with, like, the legs, like, the waist, you have some extra thrusters, and the legs are just completely different. They're just, like, weird reverse joint legs is what they look like, almost. Like, in the way that Armored Core does it, where, like, it has, like, you know, a leg going forward, and then a knee bending back, and then, like, a big foot, and it stands on the toes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I love the way these look, actually. Uh, and then you've got, like, the backpack wings, instead of having, like, distinct wings, you've got, like, these two giant, like, thrusters sticking out of either side. Uh, that the, the like the way that they connect isn't like how the wings like kind of meet in the middle. They're just like sticking out basically. Mm-hmm. This is a cool machine though. And then it uses a big old spear. This is just one of those little skeleton oh, yeah. flying bastards from Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, it even uh, it even has a yeah. It's a glaive is how it's described too, which I really like. Oh fuck, this machine rules. Why? So, so Cena straight R, one hit, one miss, because fuck the Fuego, but the Tempester... Tempester. Uh, let's, let's give it two hits. I'm still very curious about the Fashionista Pirates. Two and two hits, one miss. <laughs> oh, oh, there's another one. Okay. All right, well, we'll No, keep I going. just mean the concept of the fashion... Oh, wait, is there another one? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, sorry. When you said two hits, two miss, I thought you were talking about the Fashionista's machines, not the name. No, okay. I, I just... The concept of Fashionista Pirates, I think, is, is intriguing. Yeah. Um, ah, I like this gin, though. All right. So the next gin on the list would be Guy's gin. Guy is the pilot of the Astray Blue Frames, but this is what he uses before that. Uh, it's also a very heavily customized gin, by the way. Um, so on the torso, we have knife holsters. Two of them. Yeah, we sure do. Oh, also should note on the head, uh, we've replaced the uh, decorative fin with another mono-eye that's okay, just I along like the middle of the head. That is good. And it has two antenna. But yeah, two combat knife areas on the torso. And we've talked about Guy before on other episodes. What well, we have, he, but probably... I, were well, those episodes spoilery at the time? No, because he's in uh, just Because it's just a stray. You're right. You're yeah. right. Okay. Well, yeah, if you haven't listened to that, go listen to the, the uh, a stray blue frame episode. All I want to mention Guy is that... He fucking loves knives, and you can see that here, because it has two knives on the torso there. Um, And uh, so one shoulder armor is removed, and the other one has big slits in the armor. Apparently, these are to give it more mobility, basically to lighten the gin. Um, The skirts, you have, again, armor slits, and the armor has actually been shrunk. Same with, like, the, if you look at the side and rear skirts, it, it is definitely shrunken. Because uh, mm-hmm. you can't see it, like, from the front. Um, whereas the normal skirt armor is actually pretty long. Um, 
the legs you have additional thrusters on the lower legs kind of like uh you know like a zakuhai mobility type thing also the knees same thing you have part of the knee armor entirely removed and then you have slits in the remaining part slits in the ankle armor as well uh the wings are interesting because i want to see this from the rear i can't tell if are these oh okay we have a line art okay so yes okay you have the wings like the normal gin wings and then you have these like two are these propellant tanks they look like propellant tanks just giant tanks that are put onto the back of it yeah yeah two large propellant tanks are added to the back to increase the machine's range to allow it to travel vast distances without a carrier ships also done so it can conduct hit and run operations you know, Which, it makes sense if you're a mercenary and you're like, you don't, I don't have a bunch of bases. I yeah, can I was going to say, he doesn't. it's not like he has a bunch of bases because Serpent Tail's, you know, a bunch of mercs. Um, so, hey, I hate to derail us, but I need to I need to read out this from the history section. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's on a mission. He's destroying some supply depots. When he sought to destroy the last supply depot, Guy encountered the Magic Bullet of Dusk Miguel Iman in his custom gin. Aware that his gin was unsuitable for MS combat, Guy initially sought to shake Miguel off, and then they had to fight. What is your gin suitable for? I guess this is when mobile suits are not being used as often, so he's just doing base attacks and stuff. But you're using knives. Are you just, like, flying up and stabbing warehouses? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. this is this right. is Guy, of course. Asked and answered, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um... That is very funny, though. Yeah, though that it, it just has armor Schneiders and it has uh, the recoilless rifle. Oh, oh shit! My gun was my mobile suit wasn't made for fighting. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> uh, well, given that it says he did destroy supply depots, so I yeah. guess he did just go to like actual like fuel and warehouses and just destroy them. Yeah, I guess he just sort of sniped logistics. Fair enough. And he does use like yeah the five hundred millimeter recoilless rifle by default, so. The knives are probably just, like, a last-ditch effort thing. Maybe also for, like, other, like, uses, like, utility. Well, like, starting, like, crouching well, around a campfire? No, like, <laughs> like, 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 like if these are bases that are enclosed, right? You might not uh -huh. necessarily want to alert the base by just blasting in with a rocket launcher. I guess. Um, I think they'd probably just notice the big old mobile suit, but, you know, maybe not. Eh, who knows? Uh, I think this thing looks really cool, though, still, regardless of its uh, function and not... Oh, being yeah, it's, it's stupid, but it's cool. Um, I just like this thing's design a lot. Um, all right. Uh, next on the list, we've got Miguel's Gin. Oh, it did have its own article. Okay, well, you mentioned the, the differences on Miguel's Gin. Um, like... Yeah, no, it's I, just, I, it's just I an orange gin that has, you know, <laughs> I guess it has the uh, skull and crossbone, uh, his custom insignia, the fucking bullet of dusk or whatever, magic bullet of dusk. Yep. Uh, so funny. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. If you look at the game section on this page too, these are all from uh that video game, uh, the Never Ending Tomorrow. So. It's so funny that this pops up in all kinds of things and then is just, like, not actually in the show. <laughs> I, I, again, it, I guess when you're TM Revolution and you're like, I really like the color orange, you, you can be afforded some fun things. What the fuck? Sorry, the next one. ZGMF 1017 Uno's Gin. Uno. Uno. 
I love that. I love the, the pose. pose. The pose. It's doing a fucking like this is like again. You brought a Fire Emblem characters. This is like a Swordmaster from Fire Emblem's like default pose in his art or something. <laughs> this is so good. He's just standing there like oh. Th- this this is a this is a mobile suit with one hand on its chin and the other hand cupping the elbow supporting the the thinking pose. Yeah, this is a swordsman. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, this is a Gerber straight Tiger Pierce boy. Yeah. He, he's just an old samurai man. Um who Uno and Lo become friends because of course they fucking do because they both use mobile suit katanas. Oh, this is actually where oh. Yeah, he got this is what he this is this is what inspired him. Yeah. Same names even. You have the Gerber straight katana and the Tiger Pierce Wakizashi on this. So, oh, just for the gin itself. It's just a stock gin, but there's a couple of minor changes. Namely, the face has like some additional plates put over it, and then the sh- one shoulder on the left has some plates put over it. Yeah, Otherwise, the, it's just the a brown plates gin. on that. The plates on that one shoulder very much resemble like classic like samurai shoulder armor. Yeah. Oh, and we can actually see what it was before it got patched up. Uh, it was just a completely junked gin. Uh, here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And the line art on the right there. Okay. And yeah, okay. So I guess Low helped them repair this after they had a misunderstanding. Honestly, this guy's a hero. I'm not a big. I'm not a big red frame. I've come around over time more and more with the red frame. Why is there just a fucking sword? Is there? Why is there a cantankerous old man who lives on a satellite called the graveyard in the debris bell around the Earth? This is like a fucking. I'm sorry. I know. I know. We've brought up Elden Ring once already, but this is a Dark Souls NPC that just like. A retired samurai living in a place called the graveyard, the away from all of society. But he also has a fucking mobile suit. You just you is where's you everyone this... getting these spare gins from when they're not associated with Zaft in any way? You approach this graveyard and you just see there's a bunch of bodies of bandits on the ground and a guy sitting there with two swords. And you talk to him and you just get ellipsis and you talk to him three times and finally he says, "Don't." <laughs> And then you're like, okay, I'll leave. <laughs> I'm glad that he has a wakizashi as well, though, to go with his katana. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, fucking Gerbera Street and Tiger Pierce. It's funny, because even though it's a wakizashi, apparently later on in art, and we know that this also comes up with the uh, red frame, uh, the Tiger Pierce just ends up being the same blade. Like, it's the same length. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but early on, it was a wakizashi. All right. ZGMF 1017 Vire Vire Vire's Gin. Uh, this is the red one I talked about from earlier. Now, uh, so even though this one gets combined into the other one, uh, this gin on its own is really cool. It's a standard gin, but the shoulders are different. You've got mm. a shoulder that is like a long shield, like a Zaku style shield, and then the other shoulder has like some additional thrusters and details on it. Um, no other change in armaments or anything. It's just a cool red gin with cool shoulders. Yeah, just a friend. Yep. Uh, ZGMF 1017 works gin. Oh, I love this one. This is the one I like. Uh, this is actually a uh, junk guild uh, gin that is, you know, obviously for civilian use. Uh, and it's used for work. Um, it has... Uh, so, design changes. The eye has changed... They've given it, like, a mono-eye that has, like, the plus on it, which is it's a like little It's like the Rick weird. Diaz uh, one, almost. Yeah, 
it's it's a bit weird uh the head doesn't have the uh fancy fin anymore the, the, again every msv is going to change that uh the shoulders you ha now have like uh they've removed the thruster and now it's just like bare square shoulder armor with a little like winch hole um possibly for towing and whatnot mm -hmm. um the left arm has been replaced with a very simple manipulator like, it's just a three-finger manipulator. Uh, mm. You also have a full-on winch attached to the crotch. Uh, I do like that it actually has, like, a hook for the winch's, like, end. Instead of it just being reeled all the way, it has, like, a hook on the waist armor. And, like, a little, yeah, a little rest it for into. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just think that's neat. Um, and then, finally, on the backpack, uh, instead of the wings, you've got, like, these very weird binders. Like, uh, I guess this is just, like, omnidirectional space binders, because, you know the junk guild would operate on like colonies and space and whatnot in order to uh you know do work um i i do like this design actually uh quite a bit um the uh only weapon it has is we do see it at one point using a modified version of the mobius's linear gun so it basically has like a little rail gun that it can use which looks really cool but I can tell you from playing G-Gen Genesis, it's not a good weapon. Sure. You but mean it cross looks race. cool as fuck on a mobile suit to have that rail gun. Um, it's cross-race, though. Genesis was... Uh, or, uh, sorry, cross-race, not Genesis, yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Um, also, we can see, like, other types of this gin, by the way. If you look in the, uh, the Astray R, the Sea Destiny Astray R, I should say, rather than Sea Astray R, because there's a difference there. Uh, the Sea Destiny Astray R, uh, like, picture there with, uh, Lo and his red dragon. Uh, or no, that's not even the red dragon. That's just the red frame with the Kaladvich. Or Wick. Uh, you can see in the back, though, there are customized ones. Like, one has a drill arm and still has the head fin. Another one has, like, what looks like a torch on the left arm. Uh, they also have a worker BQ here that I don't think we'll ever see an article for, but... You just want to shout it out because it's shout really outs. cool. Yeah. Um, I do like that. They like, I do like though that it, it, it kind of establishes that. Well, it seems like, Oh, wouldn't it be weird for them to customize them all the same way that they don't actually do that. They just, uh, you know, probably make it for whatever jobs it's supposed to do. Mm -hmm. They have a basic template, but like, you know, yeah. Um, really neat though. And yeah, it's apparently popular among civilians, which I guess makes sense to have like, worker mobile suits like this for space use yeah uh the junk guild when not being you know doing really cool shit uh just a regular civilian company um then again uh, as we know the kalafik there thing there is not a weapon it is simply a tool uh mm -hmm. because low is a cartoon anyway um yeah works in though it's pretty neat oh Next is uh next is a pretty cool one too. We've got mm. the uh, ZGMF ten seventeen AS Gin Assault type. Uh, this is a cool one just because I like how beefy it is. So this is also from um, what is this one originally from? Actually, I'm trying to see. This is uh Destiny this Astray. Is Destiny Astray, yeah. Yeah. Okay, another Astray one. Uh, so you've got the regular Gin head again. The torso, you have some additional, like, plating added. It actually kind of reminds me of, um, the Dom Tropin 
this torso because it's got giant oh. pectorals and like the red cockpit hatch. Yeah, I can totally see that. I was gonna, I was gonna say like this, like overall, this kind of feels to me like the Jin Mud Rock. Yeah, it's it's so it's so weird, but it's really cool. Uh, the shoulders, I love these. So you've got these shoulders. Uh, are these Gatlings built into the shoulders? Yeah, these yep. are Gatling uh -huh. mounted into the shoulders. Um, and then at the end of the shoulders, you have like these additional thrusters, and then you have these like movable like little shield binders that kind of match the wings. Mm -hmm. Um, these can like fold down when necessary, but in the default, like in the art here, they're folded up. I just like these because I just think they look cool. I like how they match the wings on the back. Um, the arms are beefier as well. Uh, you have, um, two tube grenade launchers added onto both wrists. So, of course, that makes both the arms bigger. Uh, the skirts have gotten bigger. You just have big thrusters on them. Um, the legs are super beefy. They have... You, you can tell that this has gotten beefier because if you look at the missile launchers on the legs there, those I think those are the same... Yeah, those are the Partis missile launchers that are on the normal gin. But look at how small they feel here because the legs have gotten bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have a bunch of, like, thrusters. I'm assuming... Does this hover? I think it must. It seems like it should hover. Like, do, like, Dom hover movement. I guess because it's in a thing, we don't really know. Like... I I love this thing, though. I just think this thing looks cool. Uh, n no real changes on the backpack. It's just the normal wings. Mm -hmm. Um. But, yeah. Uh... I just, this thing looks cool. Oh, wait. Oh, I was missing this. I thought, so I thought that the um, little, like, wing things are on the shoulders. Actually, looking at the backpack, they're actually added onto the backpack. The wings are modified. They have a thruster on the little bumpy part, and then they have a cover for those. Ah, I see. Okay. Sorry. It looks like the art, especially because of how small it is, because this is very small art, it almost looks like it's the, on the shoulders, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if if you know and you look, you can kind of see that. It's yeah. Like, oh, okay, this is. Yeah, seeing uh, the rear art helped me realize. So oh. as far as additional armaments, have we gone over all of them? Because it's got a lot. Uh, we went over the Gatling. We went over the two tube missile launcher. There are chest grenades inside of the uh, chest armor. There, mm -hmm. the uh, armor does have to flip open. Um, it does have a custom handgun that can do either beam or solid rounds. And it also has an armor Schneider bayonet. That's pretty cool, actually. Um, still uses the heavy blade and has a experimental 27mm armor-piercing assault rifle, um, which is used in the manga, and luckily we have a panel of that manga. has multiple modes of fire. A one, one is rapid fire and the other is single fire that shoots with more power. Um, it looks very similar here, at least, to the machine gun. There's a little bit of difference. Uh, because mm -hmm. it has more of a stock than the standard gen machine gun. Uh, neat though. It might just, that might just be the regular one. Is it? No, because... It looks just like the regular one to me. Hold on. Because the regular one doesn't have... I thought that the regular one didn't have as much of a stock as that, though. It was why I was thinking it was different, but... Oh, me compare. I'm just uh opening you might be down. Right. It just feels like such a small difference that I feel like it has to be like it feels like a difference. It might be it might feels like it might be style. an artistic difference, right? Rather than right. a uh okay, hold on. Alright, got Dalong open. 
Where is this machine gun on its own? Please, Dalong. I know you do. I know you take pictures of armaments on their own. There they are. Alright, so we've got... Ah, yeah. Actually, looking at it, this might just be the manga's art style comes across a little different with, like... Uh, we also, by the way, do have... Uh, we've looked at it before on a previous episode. I think on the Astray Blue Frame episode. Uh-huh. But here is the revolver. Oh, it's that same one. Okay. Oh, it's not the it's not the same one. We that happened to come up while we were talking about. Oh. It's not it's not associated with the blue frame. We were just talking about various armor Schneider guns, and that happened to come up. Right. Okay. But um, for for anyone who um who hasn't seen it, look at the uh, MAHQ uh, entry for the Gin Assault type, and you will and see the the art of the beam pistol slash revolver. It's very cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, so this is a weird variant, um, but it's cool. I like that it's just, like, this big, beefy ground variant, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate's version of it, I'm trying to see, I, oh, she's the one that has the cross on it. But it's funny, because the cross, because of all the additional armor, is basically obscured. You just see a little bit of it on the leg and the head. Also, Kate's not a she. Oh, Sorry. No, underst- understandable. Oh, oh, right. This character. Oh, this yes, character's this a lot. What the this, fuck? D- yeah, this this um, <clears throat> Yu-Gi-Oh reject motherfucker. Sorry. Yeah, it's not Kate. That's why it's Kite. Kite Madigan. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Sorry. My bad. There. I mean, uh, I'm I'm not offended, but <laughs> yeah, but look. Also piloted by Miguel, and also piloted by Olor Kudenbrew. Who apparently is killed in episode three of Gundam C and has few lines. <laughs> I love that the only art of him on the page. It's so is him funny. Just like, like it's like he's just standing mm. like thirty degrees rotated forward. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. All right, Gen Assault type though. I like the design of this. Yeah. Um, I just think it's a cool looking Jin. All it right. definitely is. Alright, next on the list would be the... Oh, my favorite! Uh, one of my favorites, at least. Uh, the Jin High Maneuver type. Um, so, the Jin High Maneuver type is obviously a high... Mo- it, this is, this is like, the high mobility type, right? This is the, mm-hmm. what it's supposed to be. So, this one changes the design, the design in a lot of ways, which I really like. So, the, the head is mostly the same. You do have a bit more of a fancy antenna. Like, if you look on the back, it has, like, a little bit of a back fin to go with, like, the head fin. Um, where you start getting, like, major changes, though. The torso, on the collar, you have two thrusters. On the shoulders, the shoulders have been extended out and have more thrusters on them. Arms are the same as the gen. Though, the uh, actually, if you look at the upper arm, there is an additional, like, hole slash thruster on the bicep, which is kind of cool. Uh, the skirts, you have additional thrusters added onto, like, just right on top of the skirts. Um, the front skirts, I should say. Uh, the legs is where you get the really big change. I love these, like, weird... You got these, like, weird... They they remind me of a future Gundam thing, but you've got these, like, weird pointy cones, basically, that Mm -hmm. are coming out of the... jutting out of the legs, uh, that are, like, thrust alongside, you know, thrusters on the bottom... Uh, with some cool scoops. Uh, the foot, you've got thrusters added onto the front of the feet. 
Um, and then the wings have changed completely because instead of being side mounted, now they're mounted on top of the backpack so they can uh, like move either which way. Like they can rotate and stuff. They have more mobility. And and going back to this cone thruster thing, underneath the wing is a big mm-hmm. cone style thruster. Yep. And then the you also have like more thrusters on the outside of the wing along with like a tiny little like winglet thing sticking out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this design though. This is like one of my favorite gins. Uh, I just think it's cool. Well, it also um, helps that it has cool weapons. Yes, it does. So, you've got the uh, another experimental assault rifle, which has one of those. So it's basically, it, it is similar in design. So again, it's similar in design to the actual gin assault rifle, but has a bit more of a stock. And then as a bayonet, it has a whole ass sword. It uses one of those standard, like the standard heavy blades as a bayonet. Mm-hmm. The whole damn thing. There's no, like, you can just attach this and hold it as a sword if you want. Yeah, which I think is cool. Um, but you shouldn't because you've got a better option. Yeah, you do have a better option because it is also shown using a beam saber. So I guess it has enough power that it can actually do a beam saber. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. Um... Um, we will have to, it gets developed into something. We'll have to hold that till the we'll spoiler that, section. Yeah, we'll hold that thought until later. Uh, then we have the ZGMF LRR704B Gin Long Range Reconnaissance Type. Uh, How dumb can a headcrest look? Uh, very dumb. This is a chicken, uh, or some type of bird, but not a cool bird. Um, now I do like this the like all the radomes and stuff i knew i knew it was fucking coming i'm sorry i like radomes i think they look cool on mobile suits i hate the head is the problem yeah um so yeah you've got on this thing besides the dumb head the torso is the same uh the legs are the same the skirts are only changed on the sides you have these really 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 long side skirts um which is kind of interesting uh, the arms, so you've got this shoulder equipment that is just lots of little cameras and then radomes. One, uh, the right arm's radome is like fa- like is like horizontally oriented, and then the left one is, is vertically oriented. Um, and they have like different sensor packages going on in each shoulder. Well, it's got it's got two of them on the left arm. Oh, does it have two on the left arm? Oh, it's got one pointing straight forward one. and one on the shoulder to the side. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that little frontal one. Um, and then uh, the backpack doesn't have any changes from what I can see. Okay. Um, yeah, this is just a big, uh, this is just a sniper gen, right? This is like done for reconnaissance, but also it can use a sniper rifle, um, mm-hmm. which makes sense. I guess at the uh, if you're at the point where you're going to be doing that, you know. It says first seen in episode seven of Seed, but I don't think we saw this in this show. Did yeah, we, we did. Yeah, it's the it's the one when they're at uh Unia 7. Right. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. It is in the show. Again, um, my brain just because some of these screenshots look very clean, but it's because it's the HD remasters version of the screenshots, and then you have some of the SD version screenshots in the middle of it. Mhm. Okay. Right. So these this is actually an MSV that feels like it would just be an MSV, but it is actually in the show. So, okay. Right. Um it's, I mean I think this is a solid design other than the head, though. Yeah. Yeah. The head is a big mistake, but otherwise it's all right. Yeah, it's just a big search and search and destroy machine. Uh, 
I like it. Um, all right. Uh, after this, we have the ZGMF Tar X1 Gin Tactical Air Reconnaissance Type. Uh, which this is kind of a funny gin because this is another one that leads into a later mobile suit. Uh, that that we can't talk we, about today. Uh, no. See, first seen episode twenty-two. We've seen the din. Oh no, I mean, no. It's not that we can't like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I just, we, I sorry, I I thought you meant spoiler. No, I just no, meant, no, no. It's not spoiler. We're not going to go once, into once the we din, go into no. once we go into the din and we're going to do the cagoo. Yeah, no, we're not going to do, gonna all do that. the bobby. But we have we're to talk be about here all fucking day. <laughs> but we do have to talk about this gin. Oh yeah, absolutely, this is still a gin. absolutely. So there's just a gin and a din mixed up. <laughs> right like mm-hmm. uh you've got you've gotten rid of the ornamental head crest uh it still has the same arms and torso the uh waist you have some additional thrusters on the side skirts and you have some additional thrusters on the legs um the backpack is where most of the changes are you've got these big like actual wings rather than just thruster wings and then a little folding headpiece that fits over the head when it's in flight mode and of course it has a early model beam rifle that is a experimental close combat beam assault rifle. I'm not reading all the letters because I'm starting to lose my mind doing it for Seed because Seed has so many letters. Um, it is a short-range combat lance with an experimental beam rifle, which can fire weak beams that can blind the enemy pilot. Oh, so they're not... It's not like damaging beams. That's so funny. It's like it's like a janky shot lancer is what this is. Yeah, it just blinds you while it closes in to stab you. Okay. Um, and of course it also has the standard gin machine gun that every gin mm-hmm. uses. Uh, it does have the Mirage Colloid stealth system. But it's uh, is pretty shitty. Yep. Doesn't work um, when it's moving. Cannot work when moving, yep. And mm, during flight. And doesn't even work that well when it's not moving. <laughs> so basically just a really, really crappy stealth mode. Why would you even bother? Uh, and it does have a 3D sensor array because of the additional cameras on the helmet uh that goes mm-hmm. over the head um i do really like the look of this i mean it looks more than anything we've covered today just like a dude in a set of armor yep and this one was added in the hd version to a battle huh yeah it's added to a battle but only in the hd version so because of course and it's just uh, oh it's just there to be one of one of the things that gets shot <laughs> Yeah, no, they they do this constantly. Again, it's so hard to tell with MSVs uh, for Seed because, uh, one, they came out at the same time, and two, uh, they just decided to throw a crap ton of these into the HD version just in, like, random background shots. Like, if there's a gin in the background, they just replace it with, like, a gin, one of the special ones. Like, honestly, I don't hate it. I dislike... Uh, uh, there are... A lot of choices they make around, like, theming and character beats and emotional moments that I disagree with in the remaster. Oh, yeah. However, when they're just like, what if there was a sicker robot here? I, I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's fine. It's just, you know. Um, okay. So. I think we've actually gotten through almost all of them, but the ones we have to talk about that we have to give a warning for. Right. So I think it's time to do a spoiler warning so we can talk about, I think, only two more. Yeah, just two more. And after this point, you're going to have spoilers for Seed CE-73 Stargazer and Seed Destiny. Um, The Destiny suit is absolutely not important. Um, It is the second of the two. The the CE-73 one is not 
necessarily important, but we do bring up a few uh, a few plot points. Um, and so maybe you would want to skip that after all. Uh, all we've right. got the uh, Jin insurgent type from Mobile Suit Gundam Seed Stargazer. Uh, CE-73. Um, and this is the Jin that is used during the... Um, it's not the, is it during the second Bloody Valentine incident? Or what is the... I, I forget did, I what the war crimes are called. I didn't watch Stargazer. I don't know. Oh, okay. I can't remember which exactly which... During which war crimes was this used. Um, oh, no. This is the Break the World incident, right? That this gets used. Okay. I'm glad that that's what it's called. The Break I mean, the World listen, incident. I mean, listen. I support this goal. This is, this is the problem. Is The older I get, the more... The, they cut, try and come up with like cartoonish villains who are like, what if everyone died? And I'm like, that sounds okay. <laughs> so the gin here uh, has a standard gin head, though it does have an additional light added next, like just an actual last light added by the uh, head crest. Um, it does have a little bit of reinforcement on the top of the head crest as well, which is kind of weird. Um, the chest is mostly the same, though it does have a red K printed onto the side of the chest as as well as having an additional light on the left side. Um, again, arms, skirts, all the same other than you have some additional lights on the skirts. Um, no changes on the backpack either. Uh, the Jin Insurgent type is a brown paint job. Jin uh, has lots of lights for low light areas. Um, and yeah, uh, this is uh, the one that is it basically, it, it gets taken down by a linear tank, but it's, like, a long, grueling battle because it's just a crappy tank. So, like, there's, like, a whole episode where, like, this Jin is basically just doing war crimes. It is just shooting into buildings and stuff, like, on Earth. This um, sounds like it sucks. Yeah, well, well, it's it's made, it's being used by Zaft extremists. No, I mean, like... This this story, the Zaft extremists in question are three children. Yes, yeah. Well, because once they uh once they finally take down the gin, they open the cockpit and they're horrified to realize there are three children pi- piloting it. Well, who are all dead because you know. Yeah, I'm just saying it sounds like Stargazer sucks. Uh, Stargazer's okay. It, it's kind of I, I I think it's kind of fun to watch, uh, because the battles are fun to watch. But that's about it. Um. Okay. I, I plus I like this battle because it is after all the war crimes happen. Uh, basically like this guy, this retired guy, and it goes into a tank and it's just like I'm going to I'm going to take this down and stop this, and it's just like this. I I just like asymmetrical battles is the thing. Sure, I so just think to, to like like check it out. These sick and twisted kids are just. Well, no, it's not that it's it's not that they're sick and twisted. It's they 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 feel bad about it. Why do they what? Never, or not, you know, not the I, kids feel bad. They feel bad that it's kids piloting. Yeah, I, I never mind. I don't want. I don't want to talk about this anymore. What's the next mobile suit? I'm sorry. I just look. Uh, here's the thing. It's not like Seed hasn't done dumb, edgy stuff. I guess is no, the problem. for sure, for sure. But and wh- that's but why also, it just feels like in line with the rest of Seed in a way that it doesn't strike me as like. Okay, well, oh. see, that's that's fine. You just say it's bad then, because Seed is bad. It, it sounded like you were being like, well, no, like Stargazer's actually, and I'm like, no, I it? just, I mean, I just think it's fine. It just, okay. you know. It's just more seed. All right, just, that's fine. Okay. 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 Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, now for the one that I uh, hate because it's just a worse version of the existing one, the Jin High Maneuver Type 2. 
the Z the Jin High Maneuver Type Two is what if you took the Jin High Maneuver Type and you simplified all the elements of it? Like you get rid of like like it has the additional armor that the thrusters were mounted on on the torso and the waist and the shoulders, but it's removed the thrusters. And then on the sides of the legs, it has removed like all the, like the thruster housing, so it's just the bare extra thruster. But uh, Dylan, it's a shinobi. Yes, I hate it. Um, the head, <laughs> uh, they've changed the head fin into like this forward pointing fin. Um, and then, then the wings are the same on the backpack, though you have one additional thruster in the middle. And then finally, yes, it has the MA90, M92 sword, which is not, it is based on a rare metal developed by plant and external technology that originated from the graveyard. Because, of course, it did, uh, because it's, yeah, a, it's katana. a it's Yeah, it's a crappier mass-produced Gerbera Tetra. Yeah. Or Gerbera, um, straight. Sorry, Gerbera yes. Tetra is a mobile suit. Yeah, yes. <laughs> a highly skilled pilot can use it to cleave three gins in a row with in two with a single slash. So, it can also slice through the Zaku's armor. It also has the anti-beam coating shield. Now, Dylan. Yes. Is this the single most recycled part in all of Gundam? Well, this shield is a different design. Oh, yeah, you're right. This is a different one. But I know what you're talking about, and I will say yes, because almost everything uses that standard-ass shield design from Original Seed. The anti-beam shield that is called the anti-beam shield that the Strike has, that the Duel has, that every that the, the, the Estrays use. Like, there are slight, slight, slight differences, but basically the shield design on all of them is, like, the same, yeah. They but use the... that shield so fucking much. Mm -hmm. I only realized that when I was playing Gundam Breaker, and, like, it's like, anti-beam shield, I'm like, okay, which one? <laughs> um, yeah. because there's so many. Um, alright. Uh, and then also it has a beam carbine. A beam mm. with a, a beam rifle with a short barrel. Places an emphasis on maneuverability rather than attack power or attack range. It has It can do rapid fire. What? What? Does this send anything that matters? I don't think this is anything that matters. I was looking at the list of pilots, and uh -huh. it's piloted by Uno Carbon Human. Oh, is Carbon Human like the librarian works shit? Yeah, it's librarian it's works yeah. clones. Yeah. No, sorry, they're not clones. They're specifically not clones, but they are created by implanting DNA memories into a different. I want to yeah, die. No. No, Carbon Librarian Works is also the one. That's the one where they have all the mobile suits, which we have talked about, where they look like kit bashes, and they're not just kit bashes because the kits of those to actually have to do like a bunch of unique parts to make them work, which feels like it's eliminating the point of the fact that they are recycling parts of the designs. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's bizarre. Librarian I mean, works is weird. Everything I guess about it's in, it is weird. It's in the proud tradition of of boosted men and all that stuff. So whatever. Anyway, um. Yeah, these are. The, I I think that these gins are fine. My issue is just I think the normal high maneuver type is cool, and then this one just reverts back into being like a standard gin again. Yeah, in a lot of ways. I agree with you. Like, if it still had the same backpack, I think I would probably be nicer on it. But it just goes back to the original gin backpack, but just with like a bigger thruster in the middle. I I will note. For for anyone keeping track at home of, of real military stuff, the fact that the beam carbine, which is the previous beam rifle but shorter, 
uh, has the it's the MMI M636K. Dylan, what does that K stand for? I uh, don't know. It's a it's a traditional German military thing when you make a shortened version of a weapon. K stands for Kurtz, which means short. Oh, oh, because of course this is Zap, so they yeah can, yeah okay yep okay we're doing that of course um oh uh apparently uh the MAM92's kanji can be translated into zankito where zankito means sword for slashing machines okay which is kind of funny the sword kills fascist machines got it All right. no wait no 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 hold on hold on <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. This 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 sword reinforces the fascist regime. That's what I meant to say. I'm sorry. Well, this is like I said. This is one of those weird ones because this is it, it, seed has a problem, and that is it doesn't really make Zaft all that much better than Earth, even though the Earth did a really bad thing. They really, really, really. Since we're in the Seed Destiny section, I can just talk about it. Seed really loves centrism and saying that both sides are bad. A lot of, a lot of whataboutism. It's great. Yeah. Um, which is why, like, like I said, I think it's stupid, but I'm so used to it. So just to go back to the earlier topic from Stargazer, like me being not surprised by like, ah, insurgent children from Zaft, like that just feels like a normal seed plot point to me at this point. Like, I'm sorry, it does. Because Seed Destiny also has some real sicko mode shit going on with like, weird bad death of people going on or like let's find sure. a lab full of what if the earth had an evil lab full of like super soldiers that are children that mostly die when they are you know put through this program and stuff you know yeah like phantom pain like you know it's just yeah it's silly but anyway and and of course, since we're in the Sea Destiny section, I'll just talk about it now. It's not like in a in in like ten episodes of Gundam Sea, we're not going to get to the fucking microwave gun or microwave super weapon that makes people pop in the cockpit. Yeah, I can't wait to see Emin Jackson's reaction to that. Since <laughs> it's a lot. It's so much, and it's all animated in the SD and the HD version. So they're going to see it. They're going to see fucking people popping and ribs being like rib cages and shit or, or the funnier version of it, which is whenever they have a long shot and people just turn into red mist it, because it's just ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Anyway. All right. Gin episode, long episode because well, there's a lot of gins, but you know, uh, six, where can people find you online? Oh, actually, uh, I guess we should do questions first, actually. Yeah, and we we'll have just include like uh, a timestamp. We have one question here from okay. from uh, Marin. All right. I have a question for Mechanista. What is it about mechs that draws you to them? I've been thinking Ooh. about radically non-human and modular botters recently, so I have mechs on the mind a lot, and I'm curious why different people are passionate about mecha and robots. Oh, this is hard. Okay. This is this is like asking me why a soul exists or something. Um I mean, yeah, this is one area where um I think Dylan and I do have a lot in common um in a way that Dylan talks about more than I do, but I hate fucking flesh prisons. I would love to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, no, I I mean, 
here's the thing. I joke a lot about like I'm robots and stuff on Twitter, but also it comes if from I a could real put place. My head in yeah. another body of like that wasn't human. That would be great. And I don't mm-hmm. mean this in like a way that I'm like ah humans are bad. I just don't. I just I don't know. I just am fascinated with the idea of being able to be something else. And Mecha more so than even like like I like androids and cyborgs in fiction, but usually. One of the driving things about androids and cyborgs in fiction also a lot of times is, like, their connections to humanity and their differences from humanity and whatnot. And Mecha is kind of, like, almost the opposite, right? What if we embodied a human in the most inhuman way possible? Like, you know, what if we just made a weapon and we made it look like us? But also, like, it's interesting, right? Because, like, Mecha... When, you know, the Gundam and whatnot are not, like, they are personifications of ideas rather than people, but done in humanoid form, right? Uh, yeah, I want, like, I think Mecha are, one of the things I appreciate about Mecha is the way they can include and make use of, like, what we would think of as human expressivity. While never, you never have the question of, like, is this human? Like, no, I don't fucking care. I would be happy, like... Now, I, I if you want were to put an AI into a mecha, and then it has to struggle with the fact that it's a weapon, even though the humans made it like a human, I think that's compelling. But, like, the mecha themselves, you know, I know people get attached to, like, mecha in ways of, like, oh, this is a heroic figure or something, right? Like, people, jo- like, talk about that sometimes with, like, super robots. Mm-hmm. But I don't have that attachment, right? I, I don't I don't have the symb- that, that kind of, like, symbolic attachment. I just think that the machines are cool right yeah. um in a way that is like it's, it's just weird it's different it's there's a lot of ways to look at mecha <laughs> there are for me it's like there are useful things about the human form that i i wouldn't want to leave behind right like mm-hmm. but i i don't have any attachment to being human and i and- have attachment to the ideas of like modularity and variability and being able to revise your physical self and not only that, but then, yeah, so when they play around with the humanoid form, then that gets even more fun, right? Like, some people go, well, when you're talking about mobile armors and all that, why why not just why not just make a tank or a vehicle, right? But here's the thing. When you start with the human base design, right, and then you make it inhuman, like the Noit Zeal from uh, uh, 0083 Stardust Memory, or, like, how I feel about, like, a lot of, like, these, like, weird mecha, mm-hmm. it, I think it's almost more compelling when it's, like, you started off as a human and then you start making it monstrous around that. I just think that's fun, you know, yeah. or like, uh, since this question's from Marin, for instance, and I can see in the models and figures chat, because Marin just happened to post this, like, you know, things like from certain mobile suits from Hathaway's flash. Right. Like mm-hmm. I like like this playing around with like the form in that way and making something more monstrous. Um, I just think it's fun. <laughs> like, it's, it's not even like a thing like where I have a super deep philosophical thing about it. I just think it's fun. <laughs> well, and this leads into an interesting thing of like, I was, I had an article, I, I can't remember if I actually ended up writing this or if I started working on it and I decided not to, but like, you think about the word monstrous and thus the word monster, right? Mm-hmm. What does the word monster mean? And you think about it, like the comparison I make is think about the word weed. What is a weed? The definition of a weed is a plant that you don't want. Yeah. And the way monster get gets used is often like, oh, basically it is a creature that you don't want. Um, and I think it's important that like the way Dylan is using it and the way I use it 
doesn't necessarily mean that. It just means like drawing upon elements of like uncanny inhumanity in a ways that are yeah. compelling. Right? Like in a way that like 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 again, the Noit Zeal is an example. It ha it, it 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 is this machine that instead of having arms and legs has these like folded like shields and binders all over it and has all these like sticking out parts. Like it's it the the silhouette does not evoke like anything related to a human even though it has a head and a body but like everything else on it is like inhuman and it's all like machine in a way that i think is that like monstrous just feels like you know the best way to put that because it is just yeah it's i i just i don't know i i always think about why i like mecca because i know the ways that i like mecca are like you know i i we you know obviously interact with a lot of people who watch mecca and enjoy mecca right uh-huh. Um, some people enjoy what they see in the show. Uh, me and, um, a person from the, uh, AM discord sometimes get into little headbutt matches, but you know, it's all in good fun. Cause I, I enjoy talking and the, the times where I don't get stressed by debate is just when we're talking mecha stuff. <laughs> um, that's when I'm having fun with it. Um, you know, tends to, they, they, they tend to like things though, more like how they are animated in the show and whatnot. Right. Whereas you've heard me on here. I'll just go, I think the show's proportions are the, of this are bad, but I really like how like a model or something did it. Um, mm-hmm. but that's just a difference in opinion, but you know, the ways in which people appreciate Mecca are take up all kinds of different forms. Um, I just think about it regularly because yeah, the wanting to escape the human prison I'm stuck in. And also, um, I just think they're neat and, <laughs> and- cool. And for me, like, a, a lot of it is just kind of, like, like circumstantial, right? Like, the reason I'm here talking so much about Mecha and not, like, androids or that sort of thing or robot bodies is just because people don't tend to go as wild with them, right? Yeah. Like, there's nothing Whereas, inherent about the scale. Like, um, there are times where they do go wild with them, and that's the ones I really like, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, for instance, have you ever played Etrian Odyssey? Uh, I have played... Uh, basically, no. Okay. Um, in Etrian Odyssey 3, and I know that, like, the artist is... Like, people are like, ah, this person draws, like, crimes or whatever. I get it. But also, you know, whatever. Uh, that That's going to be a lot of artists, unfortunately, for things. Uh, I like the Yggdroids a lot in it. Uh, Yggdroids being these weird androids because of how inhuman... Even though they, of course, they do the thing that a lot of these video games do with creative characters. The female ones have more humanoid forms. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a thing with them where they're very, like, inhuman in a lot of aspects. And, like, there's, like, a specific one that, like, you have a boss battle with. And, like, the way that she transforms is really, like, weird. And I, I like that kind of android. Like, when it's, like, you know, they're playing with the form to do something weird. Mm -hmm. Um, like here, I'll send you, first of all, the playable ones, uh, here, like, uh, here we go, just uploading all these pages Mm -hmm. real quick. Um, so you can see though, like, yeah, the male ones obviously just go completely buck wild. And then the female ones, they still go weird because like, there's like exposed spine and like the arms and legs are still weirdly mechanical. Mm. Um, but, like, I, I like androids that do that, right? Like, that do, yeah. like, playing around with, again, the form, right? Because if you're making a robot, you don't have to make it exactly like a human. Uh, this is the uh, NPC I was talking about where you have the boss fight. The second one is the boss fight form, and I fucking love it. That's I just really think cool. It's, 
I, the way the arms, like, split down the middle in this way that is, like, utterly horrifying, I just think is so cool. Um, that's the kind of android I like, but that's not typically what you get with androids in fiction, right? I mean, and even when you're doing what, like, I, as long as you are doing something, I have a good time. Like, I mm-hmm. like, um, I like Cosmos from, uh, uh, Xenosaga. I think she's mm-hmm. sick. I like, um, from Girls Frontline, most of them just look like anime girls, and this girl is yeah. no exception. This is AK-12. The thing that's cool about her... <laughs> forgot they're just named after the guns they rep <laughs> yeah so there's like there's lore about that anyway the thing that's <laughs> cool about her is you'll notice her eyes are closed mm-hmm. it's because her sensors are so advanced that she doesn't need them they're redundant oh and so she just keeps them closed in order to save processing power that's kind of fun it's just like details like that that are just like i they, they are to me like commentary on the human form and and ideas of what we could be without it that that mm-hmm. really strike a chord with me yeah and and again i know there's a divergence about androids but it does tie into mecha in a way too right absolutely like because on one hand i brought it up mecha don't embody like the aspects of humanity that we think of them as like as like admirable like human like traits but on the other hand by playing with the human form it's just automatically more interesting to me than if it was a different vehicle right like if it was a tank or if it was a cool jet or whatever I mean, like, there is, I I can't think of any vehicle besides Mecha that are built to, as part of their base functionality, include expressivity. If you could do that without making that about the human form, I bet I would love it. There's no part of the M1 Abrams that is attempting to communicate with you. Yeah. And and in a way, it's kind of evil, right? That's kind of another evil thing about Mecha, too, right? Because in a way, we talk, uh, people talk about this with, like, DARPA's evil fucking dog robot that everyone's like, oh, look at how cute and silly this thing is. And now we know that it's being used for operations that are real shitty. And that was the thing that people talked about, you know. In a way, anthropomorphizing the thing does lessen the impact. The only difference is Mecha aren't real, right? That's Mm -hmm. why I'm able to love them the way I do. When you start, if you were to, like, that's the other difference, too, right? Like, I know that people bring up, like, in uh, War in the Pocket, oh, these machines were not made for anyone, and I think that is thematically important. Yes, in the universe, they are horrifying. But I'm gonna admit, as a person who is just watching it, though, mecha are not real. <laughs> there's sure. an, there's that layer of abstraction, which makes it so, instead of being horrifying, which it would be if they were real, they instead are just, I'm able to just appreciate them as being cool. Mm-hmm. Which I know feels very base in some ways, but, you know. Yeah. I'm only, <laughs> I'm only human. I mean like I think I think guns are cool. Mechanically I mean you probably can tell this listening to this podcast. I think mechanically guns are cool devices. Also, you know how they you know how like liberals are out there whenever they're arguing gun control saying I don't want to take away your guns. I fucking do. <laughs> you shouldn't yeah. have them. I think they're sick as hell and no one should have them. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes Sometimes cognitive dissonance can pop up in a lot of ways. And it's, mm-hmm. I guess that's not even really cognitive dissonance because the aesthetic appreciation can, uh, in this case, like, I think be separate from what you want, like, a law to be, right? Like, in this case. Uh-huh. But you know what I mean. Like, it's just interesting. Sorry. Uh, sorry, Marin, for the really long answer. It's just, uh, this is no, a thing I isn't... think about all the time. Because, again, the ways that I appreciate Mecca also go differently than other people. Every, um, everyone who sends in an email wants a long answer. That's fair. This is not this is not to apologize. I think my final word on the matter is my ultimate idea of a form is I would like to be a smartphone app. 
See, I still want physical form. Now, if I can, like, if I can just, like, swap my brain into any of my, like, models or toys that are robots, even though I would be small, I'm used to being short, it's fine, that'd be fun. I just want you to be, I just want you to, like, I want to basically, like, basically be asleep. And then you hit a button on your phone and you pull me up and you, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? What do you need? That's oh, ideal. It's, it's like that one Digimon spinoff, Apple Monsters. Sure. Yeah, I just I just want to see your reaction to me saying that. I don't have enough context to probably react with scorn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Anyway, but yeah, uh, there's a lot to think about with Mecha because of this. Uh, and yeah, sometimes it is just rule of cool, right? Like because I did buy that Hexagear. Um, it happened to pop up on Mandarake, and it was right after my birthday uh, uh, last month. And I was just like, you know what? It's really cheap on here. I'm just going to grab it. The Weird Tales, which is a Fox-based one. And I love it because I, well, one, we were watching Gundam Seed and this was at the time of the Bukus. And my brain was like, I would like a quadrupedal mecha because I am easily influenced. Uh, but I don't want a Buku because this is way cooler than a Buku to me. Buku. Buku. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I think about this question a lot because sometimes my brain just goes, oh no, am I bad or dumb for liking Mecha in this like really like aesthetic appreciation way as opposed to just critically engaging with it all the time, right? Like, it's, See, it, my it, secret is I just accept I am not bad, but I am dumb about everything and then I'm safe. <sighs> I just I just get brain like this because it doesn't help that I, I am friends with a lot of people who I think are very smart and are always critically engaging with everything. And sometimes I just, I just am like, oh no, I'm just a dummy. I just, sometimes I just like things uh, because of like completely arbitrary reasons that I can't like parse out, you know. That's the better even way to I, be. Even though I do know there are reasons for why I like mecha and like mechanical things and robotic things and whatnot. Um, anyway, yeah, long, long answer, but that was interesting question again the equivalent of asking me how i know souls exist basically because this is something that i'm always thinking about is is questioning why do i love robots and mecha and like war machines in these fictional stories so much mm -hmm. Be because that's the thing though right like well mecha that have to engage with combat is the primary means of doing it i mean i would probably like a mecha thing that is just Ro large robots that don't have to do that right like that are doing other jobs or even that are people um like there are ways that you could do that or, or like uh, like a mechanical thing that i would enjoy that don't have to engage with combat but also it's just how the genre is and again sometimes it is fun to watch a battle so you know mm -hmm. It's just, there's a, there's a lots of factors going on. Anyway, I will let the question go, leave it at that because I could probably talk all day about this and I would, but. Yeah. Uh, if you have questions, you can see that we will engage with them. So uh, please, at uh, sixdetmar on Twitter, uh, DMs are open. Anybody can message me and uh, you can put in a, a suit request or a question or just you know a comment uh occasionally people are just like hey i love the show and you know Yay. that 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 often makes my day so thank you yeah and hearing about it secondhand makes my day because <laughs> six six is the one who handles all the messaging i'm a nervous wreck i am uh look on this show i may come across like 
I can stand up to six, but in reality, I am a nervous wreck at all times, and I am a house of cards waiting to be tipped over. That's why, that's why I'm glad that, um, six takes everything, because, uh, yeah. <laughs> but hearing about the positives makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, um, six, where can people find you online? I just said that. Oh, you just did that. Duh. <laughs> but Dang also uh, scanlinemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. I, I think it's because I'm so used to you like mentioning the Patreon and stuff that my brain was just like, ah, oh, you didn't mention that. That's fair. Uh, That's fair. Uh, and yeah, you can find me at lowpolyrobot on twitter.com uh, where I post games, except for when I am stuck in an Elden Ring pit because I... <sighs> Anytime a new game comes out, this is just a thing in general, I will disappear for five days on a sabbatical to just play it because this is how my brain does things happened with hitman 2 and 3 it happened with gundam breaker 3 happened with elden ring it's gonna happen with another game in the future i bet it's just how it goes if i'm playing something and it is not on my pc i will disappear other Dylan, than for, can for you part. believe we've almost gone for two hours on the gin yeah but to be fair 20 minutes of that was a very introspective question uh, maybe not 20 minutes 15 minutes of that was like an introspective question right wow i had a good setup but uh what was the setup? I, but then you shot me down and you know what yeah. if it's my fate to be shot down by you i thought this place would be appropriate ha <laughs> ha you made it work i had a backup plan <laughs> <Peace>. <laughs> this is pretty good <laughs>